Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. Hello and welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. The Peacock and Gamble podcast. Episode 51. Well, we don't need to go back to numbers now, do we? We've hit 50. We, we can't just ban numbers. We're not banning numbers. Hello, I'm Ray Peacock. Hello, I'm Ed Gamble. We're not banning numbers. We're just saying that we don't have to keep counting them now. Right, all right. Done 50. Next time, when we get to about 96 or something, yeah. start going, ooh, it's the 96th episode. All right. Only three to go before we finish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'll wind you up, won't it? 99 are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, with a flake in it. We'll put a flake in it, mate. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to for next year. When we hit the 99th episode and put a flake in it. Thank you. <laughs> Again, we're starting late, aren't we? Six, six o'clock, five to six. Oh, PM. bloody hell. You got here at three. Got here at three, mate. Ready to go. So that's not, not bad going, is it? Three, <laughs> three hours. Yeah. Suck. We've had a laugh, haven't we? We've had a giggle. I don't know what we've done. Nothing. I've just spent a bit of time trying to fix the mics. Yeah, that was they good. They were buzzing, so that was... Yeah, they're well, wicked, mate. And I've been doing that joke for the past 20 minutes. They're I've, buzzing, mate. I've been stressing about the mics buzzing, <laughs> and he's going, yeah, mate, oh, buzzing, oh, keep them buzzing, mate. So that's been helpful. Don't get your hands off me melon. We also watch, We also listened to um, a ra- me on the radio. We did, not now. No, it's from years ago. From years ago, when it was, they called it the wireless, then. The wireless, it was called. Yeah. Well, weirdly, that... That tape player over there, I got out. Yeah. Um, and there's a tape in it. Yeah, already. Which is a tape of me on the radio, BBC London. With um, Wendy Miller. Bob Mills. <laughs> and he was, he was interviewing me on there. He was doing a right nice interview of you, wasn't he? Yeah, I used to have a radio show on BBC London and then got sacked off that. Yeah. Um, for incitement to riot. <laughs> <laughs> and also because I'd said something like, I think it was the Sugar Babes. Right. It might, it might have been Atomic Kitten. Okay. It was someone... I, anyway, I'd tell Lissa to kill him. Um, and I don't bother for that as well. This is long before the Brandon Ross and Manuel thing. <laughs> and yeah, so we got started off that. But then that was me being interviewed on the first time back there. Yeah. And when I listen back to things like that, with, with the passage of time, I can see why... Why you got sacked. Why I'm a liability on the radio. Yeah, well, that, there was one particular funny moment that it just landed on on the tape. What was that? Um, the girl on her tube. Oh, the girl on the tube, yeah. Yeah, there was a little girl who'd obviously been asked to come on the show. I yep. think she was phoned in. Yeah. Right? Um, and uh, Bob Mills was talking to her about when she'd done an instrument or something. Yeah, being, uh, being nice to her. Yeah, so she played uh, when the Saints go marching in. On a tuba. On a tuba. Now, I am the first one to admit, it didn't sound great. It didn't, no. But... And that is fair enough. Children sometimes don't do things as good as adults. Oh, but they do do the funniest things, though, don't they? Well, no, it wasn't funny so much as it was a bit tortured. But in that situation, what you do is say, well done. That was very I did. good. I did. No, what happened was she finished and Bob Mills did the right thing. He went, that was wonderful. Oh, and he's sort of looking for something to say, when did you learn to play that? And you just hear you in the background go, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, wasn't it? It was bad. Look, I mean, that girl, she might have killed herself now. Yeah, she might have done. She might have put herself in the end of her tuba and then got a big gentleman to blow through the tuba and shot her into some wires. Horrible, <laughs> horrible way to go, in. Yeah, it? exactly. He like, shot her tuba into a wire. <laughs> It's an horrible way to go. And that's your fault for being on the radio. (laughs) Sorry about that. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Got into a little bit of bother the other night. 
Oh, what's happened? I always get into a little bit of bother. Oh, you sometimes I think poo, I shouldn't poo yourself. Be, no, no, <laughs> nothing like that. Sometimes I think I just shouldn't be allowed out. All right, stay in then. Yeah, no, sometimes I think I'm such a naughty boy, <laughs> such a mischievous little um, elephant. Elephant. That, um, <laughs> whenever I go out, I, I just I shouldn't be allowed on it. I think you should go to bed with no dinner. Oh, come on. Because you're naughty. All right, no, I'll meet you halfway. Right. I'll go to bed and have to eat my dinner in the bed. No, that is a treat. No, I have to eat my dinner under the bedclothes. No, you'd like that, though. No, in the dark, and then I can't, you... then I won't be able to separate the, the meat from the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, because if you behave yourself, then you can eat your dinner under the bedclothes with love, the lights off. I tell you what, I would love a full roast dinner under the duvet with the lights <laughs> off. And yeah, and no, no cutlery. Yeah, no cutlery. No, I think you're allowed cutlery. That no. would make it more awkward. Awkward, no, that's part of the fun though. Cutlery, right? So you have cutlery. Yeah. I think you have the roast dinner, but you, the gravy is separate in a gravy boat, so you have to pour the gravy on in the dark. All right, I'll do that then. <laughs> How about this? Not allowed to play. All the dinner has to be on your on your belly. Like the Japanese lady. Do you know what? I went out with a girl once, right? Oh? Uh? Honestly, loads. <laughs> you know people have like food, sex things and that. Right. Right. For example, I went out with one girl once who yeah. one of the things that she liked doing was doing put penis in her mouth. Right. <laughs> But, like, she let off cream and do it, like, with cream. Right. Right? Oh, no, fine no. at the time. Afterwards. Smell of dairy. Yeah, later on, all yeah. that dairy smell. No. But I get that. Have a wash, maybe that would stop it. Yeah, I understand all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, a couple of days later, my cock stunk of cream. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she wouldn't do it at all. <laughs> no, but people do all that, you know, and ice cream and stuff. Oh, ice cream on your nipples. Oh, it's yeah. all cold and lick it all off. Put a flake sexy, in it. Sexy. <laughs> yeah, stick a flake up your nipple. <laughs> Right, but no. I went out with a girl who, and I never let her do it even. Most of them like me as well, because normally I'll go, yep, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. If you want to try it, I'll do it. Yeah. But no matter what it is or how bad it is, right? Yeah. She had this thing where she wanted to, and it became quite a big thing. She wanted to oh. eat, like, chow mein off my nose. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Uh, that is the scummiest thing. I know. Like, she wanted all, like, chow mein all over it. Oh, a bit of chow mein. Yeah, and then eat it, eat it off. Are you sure this wasn't in a rush one night? No. Where you were standing there with an hard willy going, oh, excuse me, excuse me. He was going, I'm trying to eat my takeaway. You go, oh, fuck it. Well, she was a vegetarian as well. Right, vegetarian chow mein. Or was that part of it, like, a dirty bit of beef? <laughs> oh, I need a dirty oh. bit of beef. I've often wondered what it'd be like to have a chow mein with a yeah. big sausage in the yeah, middle of it. Yeah, a chow mein. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what she wanted to do. I feel yeah. like she was eating that. Yeah. Yeah, but it never... One of the few things that I've ever... With a partner, I've ever yeah. just gone... Oh, I, I mean, no. I'm t- thinking about this, yeah. like, logistically, just simply logistic. Yeah. Would she have to drape the noodles over like like she's drying pasta or something? I don't, or... I don't know if that... I don't know if that would have been my job. I don't know if, if I'd have had to have gone into the bedroom yeah. with the chow mein... <laughs> Right, while she waited yeah. outside, yeah. arrange it, <laughs> you know, do it arty and that. Yeah. And then say, in your pop, come on. Or, or whether or not she just come in with the packet, literally tip it upside down it. on and off. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah. And then get, get on with I just it. feel sorry for the Chinese takeaway. I go, what's the order for this one? Oh, it's number 22 again. What do they want? Only chow mein again. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what keeps happening. The guy keeps opening the door with a boner. <laughs> He says he don't want peas in it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I just didn't do it. You know what I often like? What? Fish and chips. <laughs>
<laughs> it was all over, right? Yeah. All over, like mushy peas all around the balls, wiped, yeah, yeah, wiped yeah. out around my balls. Ooh. Then pour curry sauce all over oh, it. Oh, disgusting! Man. Yeah. Anyway, this conversation's helping nothing. <laughs> so let's get back to the point of the story, which was I got in some trouble. Right. I was doing the warm up the other night on League of Their Own, which is James Corden's sporty quiz thing. Yeah, a panel show thing on uh, Sky One, I think it is. Right. Perfectly fine show if you like that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm not bothered about sport. Yeah, me neither. But, you know, nice to meet some people. I met um, cricketer. Yeah. <laughs> Football man. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Redknapp, is it? Jamie, right. Yeah, no, it is Jamie Redknapp. All yeah. Right. Lovely lad. Yeah. Quite embarrassing for me because I don't know who these people are. Hey. What? I hope um, Jamie uh, never falls asleep in the sun. Why? That would be a red nap. It would. And also, Andrew Flintoff. Right. Called Fred. Freddie Flintoff. Why is that? I don't know, that's his nickname. I don't know why either. No. So he was on it as well. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Anyway, we filmed, one of the ones we, we filmed was the Christmas special. Oh, really? Yeah, they filmed the Christmas special this early. Christmas gets earlier and earlier every year, doesn't it? it? No, no, it's always on the 25th of December. Oh, right, okay. Some, they, someone's been misleading me about this. <clears> I know this. people say this, don't they? <laughs> the Christmas, they always go, oh, doesn't Christmas get early? No, yeah. no, it never, never does. Always on the same day. <laughs> Always. Right. Always 25th Well, thanks for clearing that up, mate. Sorry, mate. So, they had on, it was John Virgo. Oh, yeah. Frank Bruno. Yeah. And uh, Tessa Sanderson, okay. the javelin lady. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, weirdly, my dressing room was right in between Frank Bruno's dressing room and Ricky Hatton on the other side. Oh. Frank Bruno's voice is the weirdest voice in the world. Because you know it's deep in that. Yeah. That really carries. Okay. So he's always like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> Ow, ow, oh, yeah. <laughs> he does that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in the dressing room, so he's getting on my fucking nerves, but I thought, I can't go around and knock on and say, can you keep it down, Frank Bruno? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm do, you know, go through my notes here. Yeah. But anyway, they, Bruno, Virgo, and Tessa Sanderson weren't guests on the panels. They were just there. <laughs> like, they just turned up. They just brought them out, right. like, all dressed in panto stuff. One of the saddest things you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I can imagine. So they came out, and uh, the question was, who's been in the most pantomimes? Right. Right? So they asked the teams, and that, they all gave their answers. When they were given the actual official answers, they went, right, so Tessa Sanderson, she's been in uh, seven pantomimes. John Virgo's been in nine pantomimes. So the winner is, and then John Virgo went, I've been in more than that. <laughs> And they were like, what? I went, no, I've done loads more than that. And it started like kicking off a little bit. <laughs> so then they stopped the recording. Right. And I had to go out. And I was going, is this anybody's weirdest night of their fucking life? <laughs> that a TV recording's been stopped because John Virgo's haggling over how many pantos he's done. <laughs> and then Virgo's giving it, no, I have, no. I remember one I was doing with Jim Davidson. I broke my leg in the matinee. <laughs> Couldn't do the night performance. Davidson's made up with that because he got to do the show himself. Next day I went back and I went, and Jim David said, Matt, you removed from the theatre because you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. <laughs> little, little bit of bump and grind. Little bit of butter bump and grind. Nothing wrong. There ain't nothing wrong. With a bit of butter bump and grind. Bump and grind. No, no. I don't bump. want your number, no. Bump. I don't want to give you mine, no. I don't want to take them, no. I don't want to take no. I don't want no scrubs. A scrub is the guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging on the passenger side of his best friend's ride. Trying to holler at me. Scrubs. No scrubs. Scrub go chasing waterfalls. Listen to me. I don't want to 
to the river. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down, and I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. It's only words, and words are all I have to say this love. A hit, a hit, a hit. The hubby did a hippie to the hubby and the way to stop it and a hippie and a hippie with me. I said a hip, hub, a hip, a hippie did a hippie to the sky, it's covered a rush and a hippie for the city with me. Sorry, it's all that you can say. Years go by, you're mine. You're my favorite. <laughs> Waste of time because you're too shy, shy. Hush, hush, either way. Too shy, shy. Hush, hush, either way. So that's a response to all the people that say there isn't enough music in this podcast. <laughs> time is it? I'm in trouble. Someone's come along, along and it's burst my bubble. Ed's Amazing Death. Oh, right, okay. Ed's Amazing Death. Yeah. Yep. Woohoo. Yay. Clap. Thank you. Hey, looking forward to this. Yeah, right, well, Ed's New Amazing... section from Ed. Ed's, ma- Ed's Amazing Deaths. Amazing births that he used to do. Yeah, Amazing Deaths these amazing days. Amazing Deaths he's doing now. Yeah. He's come up with a new section. Brand. So, Amazing Deaths, everyone yep. on our forum at peacockandgamble.com. Yeah. Has been very, very helpful. Have you been very happy with the forum on PeacockandGamble.com? Because I said for ages that we should have a forum. Yeah. I said this for a long time. Yeah, you did. Because we were on Facebook. Still on Facebook. Still on Facebook, mate. Really bothering with it now. Still on Facebook these but days. Facebook, the forum on there never took off. The, well. The discussions bit. No, because it's a bit hidden away, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, people and never really went to it. Yeah. And I always said, I used to go, tell you what we need. Yeah. We need a forum on our own website. People go to that and, and other people going, no, no, Ray, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that you need to lose weight. And I'm, <laughs> And I'm going, yeah, no, but we should have a forum. Yeah. And people will go to it. You're all saying this and they're going, no, no, we've got no issue with the forum at all. What we're saying <laughs> is, is you're dangerously overweight now. Your, your heart is going to give in at any point. Yeah. Um, and I'm going, we need a forum on a website. And, pe- and what's happened? Why are you telling me this? I'm your doctor. Yeah, people have gone there and everyone's yeah. on there talking on it already and falling out with each other already. Yeah, well, I f- I'm just glad we've got a form- forum like the Romans and I think we should have a pluvium put in. <laughs> I don't know what a pluvium is. Rainwater, through the hole in the roof, yeah. into the bottom, get a nice pool for drinking with your horses. No, that's all for them. It's right. a different thing. <laughs> but don't worry about it. You just think of it as a Roman house. Okay. Right. But yeah, do come over to the forum on thepeoplegumble.com. Yeah. It's um, it's it's nice, isn't it? It's, it's full of nubile slave women. Yeah. Is this, are you going doing Roman Roman things? house. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're amazing deaths. Yeah, so this is really kicked off on the forum. This is uh, this is basically going to be a forum-centred section. Oh, okay. Um, if you, you guys can submit, it's user-generated content I'm, I'm gonna allow it right always with an air of hesitance always right whenever we've done listener generated content yeah it's always just eventually after about a day yeah <laughs> started to really annoy us okay well what I'll say is if you've got a good one yeah then I'll use it because with your births you used to have a, a policy of not using ones that listen sent in I got the thing is I got annoyed because then they'd they'd go and find them before you found them yeah what people have been doing now which I like is they'll put up deaths from their family which I could never find on the internet yeah I mean like, this is it's so on so many levels this isn't nice um there was a now there was a couple from dylan from america right now bless you dylan but they both really made me laugh
stuff, and I understand at the time that must have caused a lot of pain. Yeah. But um, Amazing Death 1, his great-grandfather committed suicide because he got screwed in a deal selling some wood. Now, that is not so much an amazing death. Horrible, really. Yeah, I mean, I found it so mundane yeah. that it was funny. But it got screwed over in a deal selling some wood. Yeah. Now, this is in America. They do that sort of thing in America. They do sell wood in America. They go, America. oh, I'm going to sell you some wood. Yeah. And, and then the man's obviously gone, put it in my camper van. And, um, and driven off with it and yeah. Dylan's great grandfather has been left there with no wood and no money so he killed himself yeah so that's amazing I mean what I like <laughs> what I like that Dylan did Dylan did it all in one sentence yeah and then and it, was, it was brief and that made you laugh yeah what you then did is you arrived at the podcast and you went I tell you what even though that one sentence has made me laugh I'm going to drag this out into a scenario and do voices as well <laughs> What was the second one that you're going to expand on? And now, I, I, I'd read it out just normal now, seeing as you don't like my storytelling skills. <laughs> a guy out of my late grandmother's old folks' home fell down some stairs. Sorry, I, I, that is not really funny. No. Laid on the landing for a while, started to get up, and fell down some more stairs, laid on the landing, then tried to get up, fell down a third flight, the end. <laughs> Um, Jim Sterling um, has sent her a lovely uh, touching tribute um, uh, for his nan. My nan just died of Alzheimer's, uh, but I got a thousand quid out of it and got an Xbox, so it's all right. Okay. So that is a lovely, that is an amazing death for is, Jim. Is, is that ama- yeah, it's a specifically yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. death. That would be an amazing death. Cad did one where he said uh, his great granddad, silly bugger, was drunk and fell in the river of the Mersey. Never found his body. <laughs> so, I'm not sure, Cag. I don't even know if Cag's a boy or a girl, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Cag, whether that is an amazing death. No, unless it happened at least five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Because you can't assume that they're dead if that body's yeah. been found. Right, well, um, nude. I was a bit unsure about this one. My great uncle Jim Smith of the Smiths, not the band, was walking his dog down New Road when suddenly he realised um, he'd accidentally swapped his dog for an alligator while at Chester Zoo. Right, I'm stopping that one straight yeah, away. Right, that, yeah. That's bollocks. Yeah, that is bullshit. That right, one. I don't believe that for a minute they don't have alligators at Chester Zoo. Nude's grandfather didn't even have a dog because dogs weren't invented then. Yeah, it was the old days, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, Rain O'Neill, my great uncle shot my great auntie in the face with a gun. I mean, are we going Actually, are we going to carry on with this as a section? <laughs> is it, I mean, is that an amazing death? I think that is an amazing death. Somebody being shot in the face with a gun is an amazing death. We don't. It might have been an accident. Not even kidding. He got off with it as well. The great auntie might have been dressed up as like a rabbit yeah. for a party, coming back from a party, and great uncle in the garden, pissed doing his hunting. Pissed she, doing his hunting. <laughs> <laughs> She's walking down the gravel path. Yeah. Ah, there's another rabbit. Yeah. Oh fuck, that was Jean. <laughs> Yeah, this is why I'm I'm not confident in this section. Right, a death's bad enough as it is. But these people are willing to post. About yeah, they're willing it. to post. They're not agreeing for you to then expand on it and say to Ryan O'Neill, <laughs> right, and say my great uncle shot my great auntie in the face with a gun. We don't know what's happened, but you're speculating. Yeah, he was pissed in the garden playing hunting. <laughs> <laughs> And his and great granny, auntie came home dressed as a rabbit. Yeah, from a party. A yeah. fate. A, a, like a That's fate. the bit they're not necessarily... she was a teacher at a school. Right, don't expand it anymore. And they were like, because she's normally, she's quite she's quite an uptight headmistress yeah. at the school. But then she's like, oh, we're at the fate. I've had a couple of pins. Yeah. I'll get my face painted like a rabbit to cheer up the oh, children. Oh, it's a face paint now. Yeah, right, face okay. painted like a rabbit. And then she's off home, full of the joys of the world. Bang! In that case, I think he knew what he was doing. Because I don't believe, pissed or not, that if she came home just with her face painted, he would have thought it was genuinely a rabbit. You've made a mockery of the legal system. (laughs) 
on British TV this last week. Um, there's been um, often there's they have specials every now and then on Channel Four. Yeah. Um, where Darren Brown will do Bucket! something. Where he'll do some. Sorry, mate. He'll do some sort of um. Who's this? Like, set up stunt thing. Darren Brown. It's like it's like um. He's like mind control and okay. maybe hypnotism a little bit, I suppose. Right. And uh, he, he often does these big sort of setups. He did one where he chose the lottery numbers, apparently. You know. Okay. I mean, it's all tricksy and that, but it's very impressive. Yeah. Sorry, can we just go back? What What is the thing you're doing? The what? It's what I'm saying, Darren Brown. That Sorry, what? Ed, do you know you went on holiday last year with that, that man off the television? Yeah. With the eyes? Yeah. 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 Do you, how much of that do you remember? Just you went away. I, I know that I had a lovely time. Yeah, you went away with Darren Brown, didn't you? We'll have to cut it short, this section. Oh, shit. What's up? I completely forgot. What? The Pope's coming to stay at my house. Oh, shit. I've not done anything. I've not prepared it. Kevin! <laughs> Is it that one? He gets here in a bit. Why are you putting the Pope up? He just he called up and he said, I need someone to stay in London. And oh, I said, I'm just outside London. Right, don't panic. So when, uh, when is he coming? I think he's here in a couple of days' time. And I've literally, I've not made any preparation for him. Right, well, first off, you've got to bless the water. Right. That's very important. Actually, well, no, he'll do that himself. He'll do that. Will he do that? Yeah, I can't do that, can I? I was going to say, I can't bless the water. No, he'll do that. Will he? Yeah. Second off, have you got any children at your house? <laughs> no. Right, you'll need to get some of them in case right. any of his friends come. Right, okay. Right, if he brings any Catholic priests with him. I've got to lay some children on. Just to make sure, just in case. Not all of them will want to do it. Right, okay. Not all of them, but right. some of them will... If he brings some Catholic priests, yeah. some of them will definitely want to fuck children. Right. <laughs> right? Not allegedly, definitely. Right. If he, if he brings all the Catholic priests in the world with him... Some of them will Some of them will them. want to fuck children yeah, who, right. who are in their care. Right, so children, one tick. Right, right. I'll get some Secondly, of them. Secondly, have you got anything in your house yeah. that says anything about the Holocaust? No. Right, that's a good thing, because they just don't like to talk about it. They, right. don't, they don't like to look at it. Right. They don't like to think <laughs> it's even gone on. They, right. You know, they just like to turn the other cheek. I've got, like, some films and stuff that might be about it. Have you got Schindler's List? Yeah, I might have that knocking Pop about Pop that it. on top of the wardrobe. Right, okay. <laughs> right, at no point suggest, hey, should we watch Schindler's List? I mean, for the Pope as well. Yeah. He'll sit there, he, he might get a bit blushy. You know what's going to happen? What? One of the priests is going to fuck a child on top, onto the top of the wardrobe, and Schindler's List is going to fall it's gonna down. going to fall down, that's yeah. Yeah. Embarrassing, isn't it? Right. <laughs> it's gonna be like duty free the sitcom, <laughs> or or like a Ray Cooney farce, <laughs> and everyone's gonna go, "Don't go! I don't do The Pope is coming round." And now, in terms of what what they eat, yeah, Catholics biscuits. But, is it yeah, little wafers. Rusks. Is it rusks? Are they? I thought, I thought they were like little crisps. Rusk crisps, like discos. They're like discos. discos aren't they? <laughs> That's what they eat. I get him some discos. Some Jesus Catholics. body flavour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right and Ribena, um, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of bloody Ribena. Yeah. A bit of bloody Ribena. Or wine, if you want. Or wine. If it's the, if it's Sunday, I don't want him getting pissed. He won't get pissed. He sips it. Right. I think he'll be out a lot as well. Where's he going? Well, Blue water. 
<laughs> He's I visiting would, all the sites. Isn't I he? would love it if the Pope, on his official visit, which is costing the taxpayer a lot of money, yeah. right? Which I'm, I'm not going to pay my tax next year because of it. Shut up. No, I, I'm actually not. You're not going to pay your I'm tax. Pay Can't tax you work out the bit that you owe for I'm the Pope? Being, no, I'm being a conscientious objector. I'm not paying my tax next year. Right, because the Pope's coming. Yeah, if any of my tax money goes to the Pope, yeah. I'm, I'm not paying it. Right. I've been thinking this for quite a while anyway. Right. About the war and all that. Right. I'm not happy with it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm really not. You said that as if you're the first person to say anything against war. Tell you what, I don't. No one said this yet, right? This war, I'm not happy with no, it. I'm, I'm Every not... everyone's going. Oh, we better be quiet. But I'm not happy with I'm this. I'm not war. happy that tax money goes to it. I'm no. not. I'm, and then this government that's in the moment seems to be getting a bit obsessed with going. Oh, all these benefits. Not having yeah. that. Yeah. Not having all the benefits and that. I'll just pay for that pope to go yeah. and sit over there. <laughs> right. Tell you what, all these people that haven't got any money, right? We're not giving them money. If if they can't get a job, then they're not having any money. Yeah, just pay for that war. Yeah. There's a bit of money for a bomb right as i was saying all these people who are poor <laughs> probably working class and that we're not we're not we're gonna cut all their benefits and that well i will only pay my taxes if all of it goes to the war <laughs> right okay so you're gonna counterbalance it yeah yeah yeah. Oh, right, yeah and the pope the pope and the war pope and the war the pope and the war even that's money well spent yeah exactly yeah. yeah actually do i have to sort a pope mobile because i can get him on the back of my mum's car and put some cling film over him for protection against be the bullets fine. would that the, be all right yeah, i think he i think he expects that yeah how late does he stay up because i am like i'd like my sleep so you go to bed about midnight ish don't about you? midnight one yeah get up at about three in the afternoon he does midnight mass doesn't he some days he does yeah i think christmas i think that is christmas <laughs> Well, it's not Christmas now. It does start earlier and earlier. No, it's always always twenty fifth of December. Right. Okay, I'll Christmas. check that with him actually. No, I bet you he says it. Right. Christmas is always twenty fifth of December. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. He probably won't do a midnight mass while he's over here. Right. Okay. Particularly not if he's been, if he's been to Blue Water in the afternoon. Then he'll be tucking he, out. He will he? be tucking out. He'll be you know he'll be playing with his Lego from, his, <laughs> from the Lego store. And he, I mean, I like the idea of the Pope when he's doing his visits, looking quite anxious. <laughs> No, there's all like Catholics there, all cheering and crying and that, and <laughs> chucking their walking sticks away. And and you can see him just looking at his watch, going, two old shuts at six. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go and have a look at myself in it." <laughs> So you perhaps saw on the peacockandgamble.com or on the Facebook page and stuff that our friend Molly, who we, we spoke about a few weeks ago, we mentioned in the intro a few weeks ago, uh, she died this week. Yeah. She's away. And uh, it's been it's been a long time coming. She's been very, very poorly. But it's still been horrible. It's, I've, you know, I've known Molly for, for many, many years. Went to university with her and stuff. And um, and lovely. And, you know, people say about cancer and that, about it's not, how it's not fair and all the rest of it. And it just it felt particularly unfair. Yeah. With Molly, because there wasn't a bad bone in her body, and she was just, it, 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 it's horrible that she went through what she went through, and now she's away. And she was, she was a big fan of the podcast. And when she started listening to the podcast, I got quite weird about it. Really? Like, well, because I knew she had cancer. Yeah. And I was going, oh, you, there's like, there's a thing about this boy Fraser. <laughs> and you don't, and, and she was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, no, but no, even, it really doesn't. No, but really, though, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's a weird thing, because I know that Moll now would, if I could speak to Molly now, which I can't, but I wish I could, but if I could speak to Molly now, um, I know, and if I was saying, what do you want us to do on the podcast? Yeah. She would encourage me to misbehave. Yeah. But the problem is now it's it, it's not for Molly, it's for yeah. people around us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to behave a little bit. Yeah. So, so I, I, I can't misbehave, I'm just really, really gutted about her, but she was, she was so, so funny 
and I'm not sure if we ever said this on the podcast before, but I'd like, I want to say it now. Because if we have said it before, I apologise, but fuck, yeah. it's really, really funny. I don't know if you remember very early on in the podcast, I spoke about having a CT scan. I do. I know you did, because you were here. Wouldn't you remember? You were sat near me. I was me. sat here, just where I am now. And when I came out of the CT scanner, I did a joke to the nurse who was stood there. Yeah. I came out of the tunnel and I went, I'm a brown, right? <laughs> brilliant joke. Yeah. Now, Molly thought that was a brilliant joke as well. Yeah. And then early, I think it was this year or late last year, Molly had to go for, she had, she had liver failure. It was a secondary thing as, you know, from the cancer. Yeah. Right? She had liver failure, so it was all jaundice and stuff, and, and um, went into hospital for a CT scan, and she called me up, and she went, hey, your joke backfired. <laughs> I went, what do you mean? She went, I did your joke, your joke that you did on the podcast. I was like, what joke? She went, that one about I'm a brown. And I went, oh, for the CT scanner? She was like, yep, that fired on me. And I went, why? What happened? And she came out of the CT scanner and she remembered the joke and said to the nurse, I'm a brown. And the nurse went, no, you're still yellow. <laughs> It was a brilliant, funny story. Yeah, and it was what, and that's kind of what she was like. And that was, and she, she, uh, she dealt with the horrible situation in with great humour and took the piss out of it. I mean, if you go back on our Facebook fan page. Yeah, you will see there was one day and I can't even remember the details of it but there was one day when the fans were particularly acting up Yeah, <laughs> you know we've all seen them on the Facebook page there were certain cons who pipe up every now and again and get everyone's tits <laughs> and I remember one day when Molly said to me do you want me to go on there and, and shut it up and, and I was like yeah and she just went on there and just started talking about her cancer <laughs> and, and everyone just stopped talking it was fucking brilliant and she'd gone there deliberately to make them all be quiet so I'll, I'll miss her terribly she was a very very good Good friend, my very beautiful friend, and I'm, I'm heartbroken that she's gone. Um, she was listening to the podcast, according to her sister, she was listening to the podcast like nearly right up to the end when right. she was sort of, she'd been given to the end of the weekend to live and was listening to the podcast. Oh. And I find that I'm tremendously honored by that. I, I still find it fucking ridiculous, Mal. <laughs> um, that you would that you would choose to spend your your last hours listening to it, but at the same time, I am deep down in it and I love you to pieces. Um, and that's that's another one this year, another one. Yeah. Is it us? Are we a jinx? I think we might be, mate. We're on front side bottom, and my mm. friend Molly. I mean, I don't mm. want. I I hope it's not us that are the jinx, but yeah, yeah, got it. So, um, well, this one's for you. In fact, fuck it, all the ones up to this one are for you. Yeah, I'm ho- It's horrible that you won't hear this one. So sorry for being mawkish about it and that, but she was my very good friend, and it and it's horrible and. and and I, I spoke to her when just before she died, and she's like literally just before it. And she said, um, "Please, can you do Ray does a food? No, <laughs> please, can you do a food for us, Ray? Um, I'm going to die in a minute now, and so please, can you do your brilliant section? No, she didn't. She did. Oh, oh, thanks a lot, Ed. So you're going to stop me doing this, even though it was my friend's dying wish. She didn't. Oh, I'm sorry to everybody that knew Molly because Ed is doing. Ed is being disrespectful. <laughs> Molly, I'm sorry to you if you wherever you are in heaven or something, but I can't do that section. She didn't ask you. Edda said I can't do it, Mol. Sorry about that. You can't use the death of your friend right. to try and resurrect a section. No, she said she said it. She said do it. She probably. didn't. She said something like that. She didn't say anything like that. She did. You were there the other day when I was speaking to her on the telephone. Oh, no, I spoke to her on the telephone. I know you did. Did she not say to you do do a food? No, she said she was going to send you loads of pictures of her having her drip put in to make you faint. Yeah, that is true actually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, she didn't do that. No, she didn't. Thank fuck for that. I think she probably didn't do that because you nearly fainted when I was relaying know, what she was I saying know. on the phone. Oh, John Almighty, she did. She found it hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, she also did say, "Gotta do a food." No, she didn't. De- Fine then. All right, won't do it. Right, good. Bacon. <laughs> Peacock and Gamble podcast was devised and performed by Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble. All music by the Tiger Lilies, except for the last one.
which is performed by Frank Sidebottom. The Peacock and Gamble podcast is a ready production hosted by Chortle.co.uk. See you next week.